All right, welcome you freaks to um, today's episode. Look at these pajamas, they're snazzy. Kids sitting comfortably today. Anyways, welcome to uh, today's episode of the podcast. This one, this one's good. I really enjoyed this one. Young Benny is uh, Benny's is just an awesome dude in general. This podcast comes straight from NZ to Perry Sound. So it was 5.30 my time when I woke up and about 9.30 his time. We filmed at about 10 and 6 at each other's times. So it was early for me, late for him. We managed to get it going. It was an awesome podcast. Super interesting dude. You guys will love it. Um, we had a little bit of issues with recording over FaceTime just due to Wi-Fi on his end and uh, my end as well. So, But I cut it so it sounds pretty good. But if you guys are wondering what that is, that's what that is. We talk about a little bit of everything from competing, growing up in NZ and uh, his past, missing an airbag actually, which is insane. You guys will have to watch the clip. It's pretty gnarly. And yeah, pretty much everything. Sponsorships to blowing a knee on a Switch One. Little bit of everything. Growing up in NZ as a kid, as I mentioned. And yeah, it's an awesome podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Before we dive in, I just want to say thank you to the sponsors, the people that are helping me out next season and uh, promoting the podcast. So first of all, Four Sigmatic Mushrooms. If you guys want some awesome coffee and just other liquids in general, they make amazing stuff that promotes um, good brain health and all that stuff, which has really become like uh, just a daily part of my day, to be honest. But if you guys want to use it, go to Four Sigmatic, use the code THEKID, all caps, at checkout, and you'll get 25% off. Also, big thanks to uh, K2 Skis Ontario, K2 Skis in general, for keeping me uh, keeping me skiing on an awesome pair of skis. I actually, the poachers are my favorite, but pick and choose, they're all pretty good. And uh, Vertica Outerwear for keeping me dry this season, this coming season, so I'm stoked on that. And yeah, awesome, awesome things. Big things coming in the future. I got a lot planned for next year. So with that being said, enjoy the podcast, and uh, I'll see you on the other side. Welcome, creatures of all shapes and sizes, to Banged Up with Bruce Oldham, a.k.a. The Kid. This is an action sports podcast, the likes of which the world may never have seen before and may never see again. I hope you guys enjoy. The recording and the audio is going now, and we're just waiting for young Benny to uh, to give to give me a call. Hey, I think we're in business now. Yo, what's up, dude? Good to see Yo. you. How we doing, buddy? Good, dude. I'm glad we can get this to work, Good man. Good to see you, man. Dude, it's fucking sick dude, to see. Dude, I know, stoked. Hopefully, my Wi-Fi doesn't crap out on us. But dude, it's all good. it's all good. My Wi-Fi in my house is awful, and like half the time throughout the podcast, like it just cuts right out. I like to try to save up my oh, data dude. throughout the yeah, I try to save my data throughout the week to <laughs> to burn on podcasting. It's funny. Oh man. Oh, that'd be way good. Hell yeah, dude. So How you been? Good. I've been living the life, man. I went to uh, jujitsu last night. Been doing some MMA training. I think I got an MMA fight in like three months from now. So it's getting cracked last night. And uh, that's sick. Yeah, it's sick, dude. My body doesn't like it though. My body. I've been watching. I've been watching some of your <laughs> Instagram sore. stuff. Like that. That is so gnarly. The MMA stuff. It's fun, dude. I like it. It's it's a lot of. Uh, it just yeah. It's hard. It's fun though. Yeah. Pretty intense. Yeah, that's pretty intense. It's fun. Oh, Keeps yeah. me busy when I'm not skiing, dude. What time is it there For right sure. now? It's like 10-something? It is 10-20. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks for staying up and doing this with me, man. I appreciate dude, it. Dude, no problem. No shits whatsoever. We missed this the first time. That was on me. I, 
Dude, I I set I set my alarm and I just I guess I was I was up to like twelve working and I just fucking dozed off and didn't even wake up. Cool, man. Well, uh, you're good, bro. what have you been up to lately? Um, connection issues again. We'll come back to it. All right, we're coming back. Mm. Oh, this coffee's dank. It's like six thirty. It's six twenty my time. I got up at five thirty for this podcast. All right, we're going to be back in business in a sec. We're trying to do this podcast from New Zealand to Perry Sound, a little Perry Sound. So there's a little implications here, but, uh, and Wi-Fi on both ends isn't great. But if it doesn't work from FaceTime, we'll just do it over the phone. It's a shame, really, because then you can't see young Benny's beautiful face. But uh, we got to do what we got to do. And I want to keep you guys entertained. And it is a podcast, so really only audio is required. You guys can look at me, sip my coffee, and just listen to me and Benny talk some shit. Alright, we're going to rep her over FaceTime audio, so. Alright, here it comes in. Yo, dude. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah. There we go. Yeah, no, it's all good. This might be the best way. Yeah, no, it's not a problem, bro. The, like, yeah. I, I kind of expected, like, sometimes yeah. the face, dude, doing it over FaceTime isn't actually that easy. I need to find a different way to do it, but. It's I like, know, yeah. Have you been looking into it, or? Yeah, I haven't really found a good way because the all the other ways like with FaceTime I can use my own data and then it kind of depends yeah. on the person I'm doing it with uh, Wi-Fi, but if I do it at my house where everything is my Wi-Fi is just shit So like it, it'll do what yours did like 50% of the time Yeah, I feel like I feel like if it's over phone like we don't have to worry about the like video connection No, and it is a podcast so <laughs> It okay, is supposed yeah, to be audio yeah, anyways Alright, sweet. Well, dude, you're just telling me about what you've been up to lately, so... What have you been up yeah, to? Yeah, so, guy? um... I've been, I've been working a bunch and then skiing a bunch as well. And yeah, so, that's been pretty sick. I've been coaching up there, up at Kadrona quite a bit. So you're coaching little kids at Kadrona, like, for a slope stop? Or park? Yeah, That's so sure. sick, dude. That's, that's an awesome job. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's real good money. It's super sick. Damn, so your ski hill's open and Kadrona's open no worries of COVID because New Zealand doesn't have any cases right or like super low yeah man we're we have no cases like we have a couple but they're all like they're all people that have flown in and they're all in quarantine right now so um, damn that's sick all right cool I think you're getting out of it on the audio but that's okay all right we we'll, got you we'll power we'll power through it big guy all right cool so you've been coaching out there yeah. so you working like you said you're getting up at like what time do you go to uh the hill at Try it once more. Once, one more. One more time. And then Benny gets better connection. Then we will revamp the pitch podcasting nonsense. Ding, 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 ding. Cool. All right. We're back in business. Yo, dude. Third time's the charm. Let's get it. Third time's the charm. I love it. Uh, dude, if it doesn't... It's not a big deal, bro. It's Man, not. It's, you're going to the hill pretty early, though, eh? Like 6.30, you are saying you're getting up? Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, I have to leave, I leave my place at, like, 7, and then... Yeah, that's takes us, like, an hour to get from my place to the hill, and then, like, oh, okay. start skiing by 8.30. It's not far. You live an hour from the hill? Uh, so I live, like, 10, 15 minutes out of Wanaka. Yeah. And then, um, Wanaka's, like, a 40-minute drive up to the hill. God damn, that's such a sick place to live. <laughs> oh. Dude, it's so sick. It's the best, man. I love this place. I haven't been out to Amzad yet. I've been 
fiend in. I went out to Australia one summer, but NZ is the one place I've missed, which is it still it still hurts me till today. I'm gonna try to get out ne- this year. Next yeah, year. dude. New Zealand is so much sicker than Australia. No, no I've, I've heard. I've heard everybody that's gone to Bogus said New Zealand's way sicker. Um, so oh, dude, it's the best. Are, are the borders closed still? Then, like you know. So them. the borders borders are closed to everyone except um, New Zealand residents yeah. or citizens. So like you can fly in, but you have to be stuck in like a government quarantine for two weeks, and then you get allowed out. Damn, dude! I want. I just want to go skiing. I've been like stuck here, Perry Sound. No. Skiing. I know, bro. I'm. You guys so got a full. Hit. You guys got like the best park set up right now. Oh, awesome. People are at Mount Hood. I'm like, oh, stab me in the head. Oh, bro. Yeah. It's, it's so sick. sick. Cool, dude. Well, um, obviously, man, you've been killing it for years in and out of the half pipe. But uh, how did you get into? How did you get into skiing? And like, how did that whole? Um, how did that whole thing start? I originally got into it through my dad. He was um, he used to be on the US team for mobile skiing. On the US team, okay. Yeah, so Sick. both of my parents are American, and then um, how'd you end up in NZ so, then? Uh, he got a job. He got a job down here coaching uh, one of the freestyle mobile teams, like back like uh, thirty years ago or something. Now, yeah. And then so he did that, and then just like pretty much fell in love with New Zealand. And then yeah, I would dump him and moved down. Yeah, I, once I once I got there, I wouldn't leave either. <laughs> Dude, fair enough. <laughs> so you got so he got you into skiing, like he just took you to the hill all the time as a kid. And then did you originally yeah, start? Yeah, so I did you originally start kind of like we would he would we would just go ski around every yeah. day. And then my dad actually got a job coaching up at Cadrona. Okay, and that's how we started like getting into park, and that was like at six or seven, I'd say. Yeah. So we started that, and then um just started doing a couple little competitions here and there, and then, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and you just kind of took off from there, eh? So when did you, yeah, dude, at what age did you start sick. skiing or competing? Because it sounds like you started pretty young. I started skiing at 18 months old. Yeah, and, it's pretty young. Um, <laughs> dude, I know. I've all, I'm, I I can't imagine my life without skiing. And then I come started competing at, like, I think it was, like, six or seven when I did my first nationals. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you've been competing dope. for a while. Dude, yeah, for real. How old are you right now? I got I'm 18. 18, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, so yeah. you got fucking money years ahead of you. You're just... Yeah, I know. <laughs> you lined up. Hell yeah, dude. That's sick. So why half pipe? Like, I know you do ski, ski a slope style and stuff anyway, like to end rails and stuff, but you kind of predominantly ski half pipe, am I right? Yeah, so um, I kind of made like the switch, like probably... Started taking it a little bit more seriously, like, the start of the Northern Hemisphere season, because I was out for a whole season with a knee injury. Okay. Uh, ACL? I blew my ACL and MCL, yeah. Damn. Sorry to hear that. um, What was that? Sorry to hear that. Dude, it sucked. It was was so bad. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. I've just, I've always been, like, half-pipes always come quite naturally to me. Yeah, it's terrifying for me. <laughs> and most people, that shit's gnarly. I don't know. How Dude, you do it, it is. I, but I really, I really love competing in it. Like competing half pipe yeah. is like a real different feeling that you get. Yeah, I, I feel that. I did one or two contests this year just for because I, I was there. But it's, it's different. It's way different. It's fun, man. Dude, it's real fun. Yeah, but like I still like I completely love slope style skiing, and like I'll always go out and do it. And yeah, if there's a comp yeah. around, I, I'll probably do it. But like I'm mainly 
just focusing on half pipe skiing at the moment. Yeah, it's both both sports are at the point where like to do all three like big air slope style and half pipe. It takes a lot, a lot of work. Oh, dude, it's gnarly, yeah. Like, the level of half-pipe skiing and the level of slope-style skiing is, like, it, you you it's almost have to focus on one completely. Dude, for real. Yeah. It's so crazy. That's sick. So, obviously, Kadrona has a, a half-pipe there, and you just start ripping there. Yeah, that was where I first started riding half-pipe and stuff. What's the gnarliest trick you've done in the pipe so far? Um... I've done some dub twelves and I've done uh, right dub flares. So pretty <laughs> the the right dub flare is definitely the gnarliest one I've done. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. I was uh, I was thinking about doing one this year, and then I was like, wait a second, why am I even considering this? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna die. Bro, you you could do it. No, I I know how you ski. I gotta you get that, no problem. I gotta get edges on my skis and, and actually ski some more pipe. Louis pipes. Yeah, for have sure. Have you ever been to Mount St. Louis? No, dude, I've seen it though. I've got a couple friends that are out yeah, there. Yeah, so we Ontario have a we have a it. super pipe uh, with air quotes. It's not quite a super pipe, um, but uh, the first of all, there's a little pipe in the junkyard. It's like eight feet. <laughs> it's so That's much fun sick. to play around on. But the transition's like the most qu- it's the quickest thing ever. Like, and I always over pop, so I just do a flare to flat every time, and just it, it ruins half pipe for me. But then I go to like a place oh, like Calgary no. with like a perfect pipe. And it's like, you start like getting into it and get used to it. And you're like, oh man, this is actually so much fun. Um, Dude, you'd love, you'd love Kajona's pipe in the spring because it, it, it's like, it's a real icy, well-built pipe, yeah, but it's so slushy, so. slushy in yeah. so spring. Well, that's what Mount St. Louis pipe is in, in the in the spring. You're like, they have the super pipe or whatever, the 18 foot, I think it's 18 feet, uh, maybe it's 20, but uh, pipe in the, uh, in the outback, but it gets so slushy and soft and everybody just launches in there. But they don't cut it or keep it clean, so it's like, like a forty-five to straight up. Yeah, it's pretty busted after the first couple warm days, and then they cut it maybe once every other week. So yeah, but it is it is fun, man. I I could definitely get into that. Have you uh, have you ever? Dude, it's so much fun. Yeah. So obviously you've you've had some pretty gnarly. Everybody that skis half pipes had some gnarly crashes and decked. What's the what's the worst thing that's happened? Uh, well, the what the uh, the the. The way I blew my knee was actually on a freaking, uh, it was on a landing bag. <laughs> no way. I had yeah. my sister's friend, or my sister's boyfriend, Lorenzo, he, he snowboards half pipe in uh, Europe. He did the same thing. He tore his ACL on uh, on a half pipe airbag. Oh, dude. Is, is that what happened to you? Yeah. Uh, no, I, mine was on like one of the big landing bags that they oh, have. okay, yeah, yeah. Do you know, um, I don't know if you ever saw the video of me, but I, I completely, there's a video of me completely missing that airbag. I don't think I have. I'll go look it up and I'll throw it in for the people watching online. That'd be fun. I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I, did a, I did a double 14 and just carved and just completely missed the whole airbag. Like, did you at least hit the side, or you just like, missed me? I like, I like clipped the side and then just went straight down. So you're you're really lucky that was there snow? Was it in the summer or snow or? It was it was like it was in but so I landed like there's like the airbag and then there's the big air landing of Kadrona. Yeah. And yeah. I landed kind of and they're like right next to each other and I landed right between the middle of the two. So you're lucky you only tore your ACL. No, but the funny thing is, was that I didn't even tear. I didn't tear my ACL on that. I was like, I was okay after that. I like you walked away from that. I should have. 
I walked away from that so That's well. Fucked. I was so surprised. It was so messed up. That would but be then the a most week later, thing. Yeah. yeah, a week later, I was doing a switch one on the airbag just to warm up, and I blew my knee on it. Oh no, dude! Oh, it's sick. always the, it's always the little things. You like go you miss yeah. a, a huge airbag for nothing, and then like oh man. Walk away totally fine. Exactly. Off, land a little weird in the airbag. People think these airbags you can just. I personally, I need to get it out of my head. But every time I hit, I go to maximize or something. I'm on the airbag. I'm like, oh yeah, I can just do whatever I want. It's an airbag. I'm just gonna absolutely launch. <laughs> but, dude, you you can't like you can't hurt yourself. Like I, I one guy I know last year tore his knee on it. Yeah, like they're they're way safer than taking it to snow or anything. But like still, you can if you're not like if you don't land right or you like little things like that happen. Man, it's fucked. That's for sure. I mean, that's gonna be a pretty that that's gonna be pretty hard to overcome. Just the switch one in the airbag. Oh, dude, it's for life. Sure. It's life. Oh, that's I awesome. I spent nine months thinking about it. <laughs> I bet. God damn. So you uh, it's... so gnarliest. I mean, that would be the gnarliest thing I, in my mind is missing an airbag like that. Because I've came close. Like I've hit one of the bumpers on the side of the one to maximize. Like because I carved. Oh, buddy. I, I immediately stopped carving on that bag after that. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had a couple decks in the pipe, but that that definitely the missing of the airbag was the craziest one for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, the worst thing I can see, the worst thing I see happening in the pipe is people decking and then going to flat or just popping oh, too dude. hard. And I did that flat. in Mammoth. It was not fun. Yeah, it, it does not look fun. I that's kind of what like I mean. I always tell myself half pipes too scary for me. Well. Yeah, but I don't know. I I, I want to get into it. I want to do a little more half pipe competing, but. I definitely need to like put some more hours in because I am not there yet. I'm not ready to go that high. And <laughs> gotta I've, get some edges on those skis. I gotta get some edges on those skis, and I gotta get over the fact that I'm gonna deck every once in a while. It's gonna happen. Oh yeah. All right. You're so, crazy though. You'll be good. Yeah. Well, I like to think I'm reasonably crazy. I like to save my body. Really well. <laughs> so you've been. So you you compete in the in uh, Norams and Rev Tours a bit, right? So yeah, so um. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Uh, so that it was really sick, actually. Um, I have done like a couple Pipe World Cups before. Yeah. But I kind of because it was my first year back from my injury. Yeah. I kind of want to take a step back and just like get back competing and just get my level up higher. Yeah. And um, so now like I did like the Noram Tour, um, and then got my like got a bunch of new tricks under my belt. So like yeah. now. I'll, I feel like I'm ready to go back to World Cups and stuff and, like, actually have, like, a mm-hmm. All right, we're back in business. You're back. Oh, fuck, just we're back. We're, back. we're right. back. Yeah, that's not a big deal. I'll just edit this out. I don't... You don't have to all drive right. all the way into town for this shit. <laughs> I would... Uh, no, no, it's all good. There's no way you're doing that. Anyway, so you were saying... Um, you were saying that uh, you are competing in the Norams last year, right? But that was your first yeah. year competing in Norams? Like... Yeah, so that, well, I've done, I, that was my first year competing Noram, um, uh, half bike. Yeah, because you competed, but did you do Noram slope style? Because I just don't understand how. No, I did, I, I, I did the Europa Cup tour, um, two years ago for slope style. Is that the NZ area? No, that was, so that was in Europe. Okay. I did, like, hit a bunch of events over there. Yeah, because I've been, I've just been interested in how, like, like, because uh, Norams is for North American people, but all, a bunch of people from out of North America come and compete every once in a while. And is it super easy to sign up for? Or? Um, yeah, it is for us. Um, 
yeah, for New Zealand, like, the New Zealand team will just put us through and, like, enter us in the contest, which is sick. Okay. But then we've got, like, we've got the um, ANC Cup, which is kind of, like, it's pretty much the same as the Noram Cup, but, like, the level's quite a lot lower down here because, like, not we don't have people. as many people. Yeah. But it's still, like, it's still a pretty heated contest. Yeah, no, I was just wondering because I've been interested in doing some Euro Cups and just stuff like that because... The fist points in Europe is insane compared to how much we get in the Minorium circuit. Dude, I know. For it's real. so it's so dumb. Like the same level of contest and con- competition in Europe, will get like four times the amount of fist points. And I was just looking. I was trying to figure out how to get in, like, just to do them for, like, for fun and maybe just to be able to get like um, a World Cup spot through fist points because. And like you know, in Norham's the only way to get a uh, World Cup start is if you win the whole Norham circuit, and that's exactly, not, that's yeah. not easily done. Oh no, for sure. Especially it's, it's pretty tough. Yeah, like last year, you have people like that are already on the U.S. national team and Canadian national team that'll drop down and compete in them. Like, and then like I think Kieran Fagan did it last year. He won the overall Norham Cup just to make sure he had World Cup spots next year. But yeah, he, that he was had, that, uh, yeah. He had won like a World Cup that year, so he's already above that level. But do you just want? I know, yeah. But like, I mean, I get it. You want to secure those spots and stuff like that for next I year. I think it was like, it was time. Devin. Devin. Devin hit the podium at the World Cup. Devin hit so it last he already year, but had a Kieran spot, and then Kieran hit the year Kieran before, didn't have a spot, so he yeah qualified through there. Yeah, but he's still like at that level that they're competing in World yeah, Cups all the sure. around. Cool. Well, yeah, I was, I was just kind of interested, and then you said you did some Euro Cups too. Yeah, um, dude, Euro Cups are they're so are they much fun? fun, man. Dude, they look way more fun. The parks always look way better. Well, I mean, not to trash Norams, but the parks always look way better built and way better maintained, and like just looks like it's super balling over there. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. You. It's quite like there are a couple that are like that, and then like I won a Europa Cup in um, Slovenia, and it was just it was the craziest. It was like a two jump course. <laughs> and then they put in like this little down flat down, and it was just, it was such a crazy course, but it was real fun over there. That's sick. That does sound yeah. pretty fun, man. Damn. Yeah, and then they hold one at um, Lavinio, which is where they used to hold nine nights. Yeah, yeah. And that is like that is like the sickest park I've ever been to. I feel. Dude, I've seen the pictures and the videos from that park. It looks insane. I'm I've been really NZ and a couple parks in uh, Europe are like that's where I'm, that's where I want to do this year. I've if I could go ski there, I'd be so stoked. Oh, um, uh, yeah, dude. So what's the coolest park you've been to? Or what's the best place you've been to ski? Oh, there's like, I don't know. I love, dude, I love Kajona, honestly. I think yeah. that's like, home honestly, home? I think it's the best home turf for sure. Because we got like, we got like the best, well, we got like a perfect triple line pretty much, which yeah. is like World Cup material. And then we got a pipe and then we got like, the best big air jump in the entire well, best jump I've ever hit. Yeah, yeah. At least. Have you seen that big air jump? Oh, I've seen it. I've been dreaming about hitting it. It's, Dude, it's, it's the it's the best jump. Yeah. No, it looks insane. I heard the yeah, weather there can be a little dodgy though, like sometimes. Weather it, it definitely it definitely is pretty inconsistent here. Yeah. But like when it's on, it's on. It's yeah. firing. Because I've heard some stories of people that come, like, because obviously some key teams from Canada and people go to train in NZ in the summer, and then they go for a month and get, like, only a few or good days here and there, but... Yeah, you I gotta th- you gotta time it a little bit. I'd say springtime is probably the best time to come. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah. I mean, also, yeah. some people are just pussies, and it's like, oh, it's cloudy out today. It's not a good day. Exactly. Yeah. No, you can you can still go you can still go get it in a cloudy day. Anyways. Yeah. Um, dude. So I was looking. I was out doing some research online. You got a pretty solid list of sponsors, dude. Um, we got a lot of these young, hungry clam skiers on the listening to the podcast, and all of them always ask me, "How do you get sponsors, and what's the best way?" So, how have you gone about getting your sponsors and uh, all that stuff? Yeah, well, um, I've wrote I've written for Vocal pretty much since I was yeah. Oh, it was a fu- it was a funny story. Um, the whole Vocal like like the CEO of Vocal and the like he came down, and we have a big lot. We have a big ski lodge up my parents run and that's kind of their business yep and so like the whole vocal team that came down here for a summer and um i used to have blonde dreads back when i was six years old and they took a photo of me (laughs) on my little like yamaha no on my suzuki 50 with like some vocal skis strapped to my back yeah and that was in the vocal catalog and so i've been getting skis through the vocal new zealand guy ever since then yeah, that's awesome. People need to realize how important those connections are, man. If you can get a good sponsor like that and like and work with them over the years, it's like huge. Exactly, yeah. And then like as I started to get like more competitive and traveling overseas a bit more, um, then I got in contact with the international guy and it was funny because um, I emailed him and I was talking about that photo and he has the same photo sitting in his living room. Oh my god. So it's pretty. It's pretty sick. He's like, it's. He said it's felt like I've been part of his family, like pretty much the whole time. That's awesome. It's so sick. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Did you ever send any of those like uh, cringy sponsorship letters as a kid out to other companies? Oh, dude. You know, I I would go around to all the all the ski shops and try to get stickers and try like send give them my resume and. That's good though. that, that, a little DVD that I would bring to ski shops and stuff. That's awesome. See, most people just go and, like, they find, like, info at vocalskis.com and send them this, like, this Word document with no nothing else attached to it and try to get sponsorship that way. Going around to local shops is, like, that's that's good. That's cool, man. I've, yeah, I've, I've, sure. I never did that. I would love – I wish I did that. Like, going around to local shops with a little DVD, that would be fucking sick. That's awesome. Yeah. And then it's funny because I've had the same, like, because I've been coaching, like, a couple, like, uh, like 10, 12, 13-year-old kids, and they've also asked me that stuff. Yeah. And, like, and I've always told them is that, like, you really need, like, a true connection with the company if you yeah. want to ride for them. That's my biggest thing is that you don't just want to ride for, like, any old random company. Like, you really want to, like, have a true connection with them. And the people that, that the people that's sponsoring you too, like within the company, you won't have a good connection with them. You don't want just some random guy you've like never met or never talked to over the phone or something. Because those guys, it's not sure. the same. They don't hook you up the same. They don't take care of you the same. You guys don't provide as no much. No doubt, yeah. Time. Yeah, and I mean, for me as a kid, like I was always like, like trying to figure out how to get sponsored. And I mean, every little kid is like, whoa, I did my first 360. Can I get a free pair of skis? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's just cool to like I, I think it's cool to try to like help these kids out and get a give them a little idea of where to go from that but uh, that's it yeah. man cool so uh, last question and we'll let you go to bed because then I gotta get up early and we'll, I gotta get to work soon so uh, where, oh, yeah. do you, where do you see yourself in five years man what's the plan oh five years five years um, less than five years just in the future down the road um I'm trying to, my, my main goal is to make the, I want to make the 2022 Olympics yeah. for the New Zealand team. Yep. That'd be, 
that's definitely up there is my dream. And then, um, yeah, definitely just ski as much as I can and keep having as much fun as I can, really. Yeah, 2022 NZ team would be pretty insane. I'll definitely be watching if you make it. Um, so, but do you have any plans to do, like, filming projects? Like, is that something you would like to do down the line? Like, like Yeah, film, I mean, uh, I've definitely, especially this season, because we don't have any big contests coming up. It's mainly... Have um, you uh, heard about I've been that? Talking t- what was that? Have you, what's the deal on that? No, uh, no, no World Cups or anything so far? There's no, no, not, at least not in New Zealand. I don't know what's going to happen for the Northern Hemisphere season. I've heard that they, but at they least might it, not be happening. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't anyway, for this season, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't want to jinx anything either. Yeah. So you're going to do some like, filming this year then, eh? What's up? Do some filming this year and stuff? Just in the yeah, park? Yeah, do some filming this year in New Zealand, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, bit of everything I want to do, but yeah, we'll just see what happens. Bit of backcountry? What was that? Dude, for sure, yeah. Out Real into that. Yeah, that's sick. Any any thoughts on urban? Or I'm sure the urban scene's not huge in NZ. Oh, uh, it's it's a I, dude. If I if I could ski urban here, because the snow doesn't come down to Wanaka. Yeah. Like we have to drive up to the mountain to actually get the snow. Yeah. But who knows? We might get a snowfall one day, and we've 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 you done a couple of sessions, but we'll just see. <laughs> That's awesome. For sure. Cool. So yeah. that competing, you're obviously gonna want to do that. Anything outside of skiing though, in the next couple of years, or just like your main focus is um, skiing? I'm going to. I'm going to school at the moment as well. I've just I've just started the other day. Um, I'm doing a business degree at like a school here, but it's all online, which is pretty. Doing it all online, which is pretty mellow. So yeah, stoked to get that done as well. Yeah, no, that's a huge step, man. It's important to to keep up on that stuff. And like, if you're just skiing, bro, if you're just skiing, sounds like you're working a bit right now. But like, skiing and doing online courses, like, it is it is hard, but it's doable and. It's doable. You for have sure, you yeah. have all this free time after the ski hill and training and stuff, and you you're tired exactly, after you're yeah. tired after a day, but you can push through and do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and it's it's not, I'm only taking like a couple papers per semester, so it's pretty mellow at the moment. Well, yeah. If you had a full well, for what happened with what I tried to do is I tried to take a full university uh, program uh, that whilst competing, and that didn't work. Yeah, I tried to take a full no, course. that's pretty. And I, I was like, do that. Too. I was like, if I can't take a full university course, maybe a, a full university business program, maybe I can do it with college and do a full two year college program while I'm skiing. And then the second sem- first semester was good. I was around enough because skiing season has started. Second semester, I was, I think I made three classes second semester. So it's it was not it was not <laughs> easy. It, no, so I put that on hold until I was like, I'll, I'll wait till I'm done with skiing and then I'll come back to that. But. Yeah, it's definitely not easy. So online doing a couple courses is that's manageable. For oh sure. yeah, for sure, it's pretty fun. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Well, hell yeah, dude. I, I've had a really good time talking to you, man. That's sick. I'm, dude, I'm me glad too. We can make Thank this you. Work. Yeah. Second time's the charm today, and cut out a little bit. Yeah. It's all good. Well, I'll chop up that editing, and nobody will even notice. That'll be sick. All right, sounds good. All right, so that was our time with uh, Benny. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was an awesome podcast. Uh, dude's super cool. Probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. I usually say that about everybody at the end of the podcast just because most people I interview are nice, but Benny's Benny's just all around amazing dude. I met him first time this year in Calgary, and uh, he's just been super friendly, super nice, outgoing, just really awesome person to be around in general. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed his uh, story and kind of what we had to talk about today. I will get the audio and stuff figured out in the future so we don't have to worry with the Wi-Fi issues because it is annoying not only for uh, you guys but for me as well having to cut it and edit it and uh, 
I just really want to bring this podcast to the next level and really dial in everything like that. But with that being said, I really enjoy making the podcast for you guys and I really want to get it out to uh, to more people. So, so if you guys want to help support the podcast and uh, help me get better guests on, improve the quality and everything like that, it's as simple as just going and giving a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to. If you're listening to it on YouTube, just give it a thumbs up. Um, maybe share it with a couple friends because it really helps iTunes know that it's a good podcast and then they'll share it and uh, hopefully we get more people and more viewings on the podcast later down the road and we can really grow it into something beautiful together. So with that being said, I will see you in the next one next Tuesday. Thank you very much and uh, enjoy the rest of your day, you guys. Mwah.